What's up, everyone? Alex here, back from the cold, from the flu, from the coronas. What the hell's going on? I don't even know. But we're going to try to shed some light on that today with my good friend, Nick Catazzoni. And who knows, maybe we're going to slay some invisible zombies during this apocalypse. So take a break from all the craziness and watch a podcast. One hour in, number 11. Here we go during these crazy coronavirus, socially isolated, curve-flattening times. What am I even talking about? And we found a way to make it happen because sometimes technology is here for us to save the day. And other times it leaves us helplessly human and analog and bringing us right back to basics. So enough of my chatter. I'm pumped to be able to share this with you guys today. And I hope you enjoy it as much as we did making it. Here we go. Nick Catazzoni. What's up, brother? Not much, buddy. Not much. You're in quarantine. Yeah, I think we all are. I think we all are, unfortunately, or fortunately. It's uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, we're aren't we lucky to have technology to be able to communicate like this in these challenging times? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if you look back even 20 years, I don't know that we'd be able to survive something like this without the technology we have. And uh, <clears throat> certainly in my line of work, I'm grateful for it. And even for just from a social distancing standpoint, I think it's, uh, I think it's great. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I think it's interesting. You mentioned gratitude, man. I, I find myself like 36 hours symptom free right now. And, and I'm feeling fucking grateful to just have my, my head back on and <clears throat> be a bit more prepared to deal with what's going on and with planning for the future and, and deciphering, you know, just, how much planning to do and just how far into the future to do it? Or, or are we even at a point where we can control that? It's just lots of questions. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, it certainly, you know, the last four days have kind of <laughs> given us all, I think an opportunity to think about, uh, you know, how we do things and, you know, how far ahead we prepare. And, you know, I, I guess some people go overboard with, with uh, some of the things that they do and some people don't prepare enough. And I think that's kind of what makes this, uh, this world go around. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think you know it, it. You know, I've traveled uh, across the world. I've been to many different countries. I, I've, <clears throat> you know, I've seen how people work in different cultures, and and I think something like this, where it's you know a global pandemic, um, it really puts into perspective how everyone you know is the same. Really, everyone's the same. Uh, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter who you are. Uh, we're all going through this, and. Uh, scary but it's it's it kind of helps bring the world together i think yeah well well that's it that it's it's definitely um something that happens one of the one of the good things that happens out of times of of sheer you know desperation if, if you wish is uh is is uh rooting together and, and and building stronger bonds for a mutual cause like it's one of the positive things about war actually is it kind of unites the country um but it's yeah, it's it's hard to even know like what information to trust, and and it seems like you know we're so hyper aware of everything that's going on in the entire world now, and we're seeing different rates of response from different countries, and it's all kind of staggering one another, and it's 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 hard to figure out you know what the fuck really is going on. You know, I think there's such a you know even in light of this such of the, the, this you know, horrible, horrible situation. 
Um, there's still a, a huge political game <clears throat> happening. Um, and <clears throat> it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, I, I think, you know, you look, to, you look to the U.S., you look to China, um, and then you kind of wonder, <clears throat> you know, what, what information is being, is being released, what information is not being released uh, to, to, to better, um, you know, a reputation or to keep a reputation. And that, that's kind of the scary part. And, and, you know, having access to information is great. Data is great. Uh, but I think it's also dangerous, um, you know, uh, and, and it can be, it can send some countries and some, some cultures into a, a spin, I think. Yeah, like now's not the time to lack transparency or to, or to focus on corporate profits or, or to focus <clears throat> on, on liability and, and get all lawyer-like over what's going on. It's yep. just time to, to unite under the same <clears throat> common goal of let's get through this with as few, as few casualties and, and as, as less suffering as possible for the entire world yep. is what we need to do. And so... Yeah, I, I just, I feel, you know, <clears throat> again, I think the, the release of information, I think the way that people are handling it in different countries, I, I think, you know, I think Canada's done a really good job at, at uh, uh, trying to mitigate some of the risk that's, that's been happening over the last, you know, couple of weeks. <clears throat> I think we're really just at the beginning, and I, don't, I really don't think this is going to be a, a two-week process, but, uh, but you're right. I mean, I think it's, you know, it, it, we need to we need to bog down and, and shut this thing down so that we can keep going. I mean, uh, you know, our schools. I mean, look at. I mean, you know, some of us have kids. Like our schools are going to be shut down for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, pro sports, movies, everything. Everything is being shut down. And and you know, I think there's there's something to be said, right? I mean, if if this is something that's as real as it is, the government doing the things that they're doing, this, this is the real deal. And so let let's just abide and, and get through it together. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's sometimes I lack the words, man, but I guess we're we're doing what we can, you know? I mean, here we are um doing this with social distancing and and I'm seeing a- I I mean sorry, I was just going to say I think I don't think we we I don't even think we're prepared with with all the technology that we have, with all of the, you know, all of the the things in place that we're we're still not prepared uh, to, to deal with this. And I, again, I think my point was that we're just trying to do what we can with what we've got. But, <clears throat> you know, like uh, I, I work in the, in the cyber world and, and, and you, know, you take a look at, at some of the com- customers that I work with and they are not prepared for this, you know. And, and you, know, we, you know, I were talking before this, but, you know, 50% of all domains that were registered in the last, you know, three weeks have had COVID or coronavirus in it. 50% of all domain registrations, like that's, you know, this, this this is a hacker's delight. This is what they like. This is what they want. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, well, it's, it's obviously, it's, it's, I mean, everything tries to get commercialized, even when right now economies are tanking across the world. Stock markets are, are looking at potentially even shutting down. Um, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I, I, I lack the words for, for, for describing well, I mean, what's, it, what's going it, on. It, it's unprecedented. It is it's unprecedented. unprecedented. It is. There's, there's nothing to compare it to, right? We, we weren't alive for, you know, the plague. We weren't alive for, you know, uh, the, the Great Depression, right? So those are some of the things that people are, are comparing it to. But it, 
you know, the, the times are changing as well. So the access to information, the data, the way that, 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 that information travels is different. So it's, it's completely different. And, you know, we're, we've exponentially grown in, in, in population since then. And yeah, you know, people are, people are dying and we're, I mean, it's not to say people weren't dying back then. We just didn't know about it. Now we just know about yeah. it. Yeah, man. Now we're hyper aware, right? Now mm-hmm. we're hi- like anything you want to look into, you can look into and fall down the deepest rabbit hole there's ever been, whatever that topic is. And in the last, you know, few weeks, like you're saying, the domain registrations, I'm sure in the last few weeks as well in the news, like that's, well, it's pretty much all I've seen on my friggin' feed come up. Yep. And um, and we're so hyper aware of every little development and every little detail and, and it's... In a way, like you got to disconnect from it because it's just going to drive you crazy. Like we know at this point what it is we can do to try to increase the odds for everybody overall. So let's not be be, like, let's be selfless about it and, and think of, think of our grandfathers and our, and our parents and, and what they're going through because their immune system doesn't have the fighting chance that ours does. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> you know, you look at some of the some of the news lines or, or news stories down in the U.S. with the spring breakers and um, so to everybody that's just <laughs> listening right now, it's uh, it's bunch of spring breaking going on down in south beach in miami yeah welcome to miami two for one coronavirus all day long Fucking retail. so you know 18 and invincible man i mean you know the first time i watched this i was so judgy and then and then i realized like you know all the stupid shit that we did that we're lucky enough to have gotten away with um yeah, like if I felt healthy right now and I thought that nothing can touch me. Like it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. Even the, I think the mayor of Miami has the coronavirus. I just saw it in the news this morning. So it's kind of, kind of ironic. You know, just, just kind of the lack of respect and the lack of, I guess it's, it's just ignorance maybe around, you know, what are you know, some of the dangers around this? Yeah, sure. You're, you're not going to get sick. You're not going to die, but you're really impacting a lot of people um, that are. And, and, <clears throat> you know, to be honest and, and, and realistic, I mean, the coronavirus, I, it, it's a flu, right? I mean, it, it's a flu like any other flu. It is 
you know, it looks like it's more dangerous. It's, it's showing signs that are, you know, a little bit more dangerous than others. Fine. I get that, but it's just like any other flu. Um, and, and I think the important part is that we're, 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 we're just dismissing that in, in the sense and, and, you know, making it dangerous for, for other people. So I don't know. I just, I just hope people kind of start to realize it before it's too late uh, because yeah, uh, you know, you and I, we, we, I mean, everyone's got, you know, uh, elderly parents or, or people who are older that they care about. And, and, uh, you know, that's kind of my main concern. Yeah. And I also got to say, you know, I think we're, we're, we're lucky to be in Canada and to have our, our, um, our system, you know, come in and kick in full swing and, 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 and help us out. Like just as an example, I, um, I, I started, I, I had enough symptoms that I'm like, Hey, like I need to find out if I need to go in. Right. So I, I did a, a, a video consult through Apple tree yep. and I got to speak to a doctor within 10 minutes by video who diagnosed me. And then I got two prescriptions. I got the prescription sent to the pharmacy. I talked to the pharmacy. There was a little bit of back and forth because a, a couple steps were miscommunicated, on. but yep. not that much back and forth, to be honest. And then the very next morning, I had my prescription delivered to my door by an employee of Shoppers Drug Mart. And it's, yep. I was just like, I'm, I told them too on the phone. I'm like, I'm so grateful for what you guys are doing because how many people are in dire need of this right now? And, you know, when I had my symptoms, I'd say 48 hours ago, where my head was at was like, I'm one of those people, like I need help right now. And, and the fact that we have the, the technology and it's already set up in, in place for, for this, to ha- this mechanism to have occurred so smoothly, man, we're lucky. We have it good. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, it's certainly one of the, you know, one of the nicest things about it, this country. I mean, you, you know, you harp on taxes and you harp on this and that and sure but uh, you know i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to be in any other country but canada uh, going through something like this <clears throat> uh and and not even from a you know not even from a uh you know a healthcare pr- perspective even just from a you know you think about all of the you know restaurant uh, goers the airline stewardess the you know uh, marketing you know agents i mean th- these guys are all losing their jobs um, and Canada has vowed to to protect them and to make sure that you know that they're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you, you can you can you can bet your bet a bottom dollar that if you were in a third world country or even just you know a country that's not well prepared, um, it, it wouldn't be the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Too bad. So sad. Go go. You know, learn fucking crossbow hunting and and go hunt for deer <laughs> you know like, yeah it, it really yeah. brings us back to basics when when all of the technology does fail us and like just i mean the level of measures that have been implemented in such a short period of time already in terms of economic um stimulus interest rate drops um bailout packages now for airlines and then it's just, it's so, like, you barely have time to wrap yourself around one thing that, that something else major, you realize, is, is also getting disrupted. And, and you almost, yep. you, like, you go through these, like, how do, you, how do you accept that? Do you accept that as a taxpayer that, that air, like, airlines that made billions of dollars of profit are now getting bailed out from bankruptcy? Well, what about, mm-hmm. what about all the average Joes and Janes that are worried about their, 
their livelihood and their bankruptcy. Like, are, is, yeah. are I mean, yeah, we're getting a little bit of help with EI and this and that, but we're not getting big ass bailout packages. No, and I, I mean, I think this is just the beginning. Again, you know, I think uh, however long this lasts, you know, if it's if it's three months, uh, it, you know, the, the repercussions are going to be exponential. So, uh, you know, you're going to see four or five x times the the, the recovery period. So. Uh, you know, three months uh, of this is gonna is gonna turn into you know a year, a year and a half of recovery. Um, so you know, I, I don't think the government has all the answers, and I I, I think uh, you know what I take solace in is to to that these companies that are getting these these packages or whatever it is that they're helping their frontline employees, um, you know, deal with it as well. Because whether that's you know securing their jobs when they when this is all done. Uh, whether it's you know giving them you know some some uh, relief temporarily, uh, I think I saw the the CEO of of um, uh, one company I forget which one it was uh, today, but but basically cut his salary to zero mm. uh, so that he can you know so that he can help out. Uh, and so you know if everyone does their part, then uh, you know we'll we'll get through this. We'll get through it. So you're saying uh, CEO cuts salary? Oh, Marriott. Marriott? That's it. Yeah, Marriott. Like CEO of? CEO of Marriott, yeah. So, I mean, you know, things like that you know, are, are things that are important, I think. I mean, people have got to step up. Like, Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. What's, what's, um, what's kind of interesting is, is we've been warned, you know, like his, history's given us the... Um, I've lost my full screen on you. What is happening to our matrix? <laughs> there's like buttons and shit. Maybe there's a virus. I just want to make the buttons go away. Okay. Well, you do what you got to do, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Close um, the chat window. That seems excessive. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, we've been we've been like warned about this. Bill Gates had a presentation about this, like what four years ago, I think it was on uh, TED Talks, and uh, it just it seems so catastrophic that you're told about it and you're kind of like, well, okay, like good to good to know, <laughs> good information, interesting, likely true. How am I gonna change my day to like? How, how's how how am I gonna do anything about it tomorrow? Right, and so everyone just forgets about it as an interesting video that they saw on the internet. You know, <clears throat> but I here think, we are. I think things like that are, are you know, Bill Gates is a, a smart guy, and and you know he can, you know, he can predict a lot of things. I think, but at the end of the day, it, it's just like any other insurance pitch. You know, I, again, I work in cybersecurity, and to and to. You know, to, to warn people against cyber attacks and hacks is like basically saying, well, so you, you want me to buy insurance, right? It's not happened to us. It's not, it's never happened to us. Why would it happen to us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. But trust me, when it happens, <laughs> you're fucked. You yeah. need to figure you, you, you're, you're not going to be prepared. You're not going to be ready. Um, and so that that's basically the, the strategy. That's what people do, right? And, and unless it happens or until it happens to us, we're fine. We don't have to deal with it. We don't have to prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um what's your what's your journey through this been like? Uh yeah, so you know it's it's <clears throat> it's 
so okay, it's funny because so I work from home. Uh, so you know, a lot of the times I'm I'm at home. I I you know I get to go out and see customers a lot, which is nice. It's refreshing. It's a change. Um, but primarily, I work from home, and so uh, you know, my day to day hasn't changed too much. Um, but I will say that you know, with my kids being off school, uh, that's that's going to be a challenge, right? So I I've got them all next week, and and um, so it's going to be finding something to do, finding. You know things to keep them entertained, um, uh, and I'm having I'm having a little bit of a panic attack to, to be honest with you because I, I really don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Um, you know, and and when we first thought it was going to be a week or you know two weeks, I was like, okay, I can I can get through this. Uh, but now they're talking about you know turning the schools, you know, closing them out for the rest of the year. I just you know. Luckily, I'm 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 someone who can work from home. But if you don't work from home, and and if you don't you know have a job, like well, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Um, and so you know those are kinds of the, those are the things that I don't think we're prepared with. I mean, you know, this is not something that you can ever prepare for. I think, but um, you know, I'm gonna have my kids at home. You know, I'm, I'm can't go out. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We can go for for a walk. We can go get you know some some muffins or some some timbits. Uh, then what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't even have playdates. Can't even have you know. They're they're telling us not to go to the parks anymore. Even so, well, even the food. Like you, I can't trust now that food that I buy isn't contamin contaminated. Like unless you have your own farm, <laughs> you're growing your own. You know, produce yeah. and eggs and. I mean, I, I did. I did read an article that was saying that one from one of the doctors that they were saying that. Uh, and again, you know, where do you get your info and how do you get it? Uh, but but they were saying that you know Uber drivers and you know that the whole sort of delivery home delivery stuff, um, the impact or the the chances of it being you know, um, uh, I guess you know something that has something on it or whatever is 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 next to none. Um, okay. So they're saying still very very safe. Um, again, how how do you trust that? How do you you know until it happens? You know. I mean, what, what's going to happen when that first super driver, you know, comes down with coronavirus? You know, it's going to it's going to send the uh, the next wave of panic, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I mean, yeah. so we, you know, you order you know, these Uber drivers, Ubers, uh, skip the dishes. They all have contactless deliveries. Um, so hopefully, everyone's doing that. But I don't know, you know, I don't know how else to to, to protect. I mean, you can't go to the stores. You, I mean, you go to Costco and they've got people telling you what to do and where to go and how to shop, uh, which is great, but. You know, is this sustainable? I I, I don't know. <laughs> It's almost like a, a slap in the face because we've tried to automate so much of society, but this has happened at a point where we haven't perfected a level of automation where society now sustains us. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're realizing across every single industry, like we're realizing across the board that there's a human behind almost everything. Yep. And and that, yeah, yeah. and like not just not even everyone can work like even people that could work from home. Let's say technology enables them to work from home. Um, maybe there won't be any work to do because the overall company no longer has a sales forecast that encompasses your job. <laughs> like, and, and like the stock market has collapsed now. 30% in no more I think just over that now because Friday was another catastrophe so yep. just over 30% in about 15 days I think um, 
Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, wonder... I'm not too concerned about that. I, I, I'm, you know, that 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 kind of stuff will bounce back. I, I, I think I'm, you know, obviously I don't have a crystal ball, but I think that that kind of stuff, you know, that that's the kind of stuff will bounce back, and I think we will learn a lot from this, which is great. Um, you know, I think it's it's the hardship, it's the the loss of life, it's the, um, you know, the new norm, right? Like even even just. <clears throat> you know, even just my team meetings at work now are all done, you know, via, via webcam and via Zoom. And it's, you know, I think to your point, I think people are going to start to realize that maybe this can be done like this. Maybe we can work like this. I mean, if this goes on for two, three, four, five months, people are going to have to figure out how to do this and how to work like in these conditions. And then, you know, maybe some people, maybe some companies will say, you know what, we don't need the overhead of rent. We don't need, I mean, this was working perfectly fine. Let's just keep doing it. I don't know. Yeah, new new default, new standard. Yeah. Well, it, it forces us to adapt, right? I mean, that that is one of the reasons why we're supposedly <laughs> the dominant species on this planet is because of our ability to adapt and and kind of construct our own environment to what suits our purpose and accommodates our our basic needs and then escalating needs, right? Of of development, like self-actualization, all that stuff. Yep. Um but um, yeah, yeah. But to, and to to go back to your question, it, it's it's you know I, I think it's still early, uh, but I think it's going to be some trying times for a lot of us. Um, you know, some of the things that we take for granted, uh, going to the mall, going to the movies, going to the um, you know going out for a date night, a restaurant, whatever it is. I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be a challenge. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're they're actually saying the um, the streaming services are going to have such high bandwidth right now from people just consuming media in their own home that yep. you know they're asking people can you not do it in HD unless you have to and because they're worried it's going to kind of crash the internet which like you don't even think that that's possible until you realize that like every every little bit of information it has its own capacity and there can only be so much throughput given the equipment that's installed, right? And and obviously there's going to be an overload like never before of everyone, you know, bandwidth administrator jobs are <laughs> yep. going to be in high demand. Yeah, it's um, it's funny. I mean, you think, you know, Netflix, you think uh, Disney Channel, you, you think, you know, Apple's version, whatever it's called. Um this would be the uh, iTunes. This would be the all iTunes, yeah, or you know they've got a movie one too, right? Is it is it running off iTunes as well? I think so. I think they kind of bring <clears> everything <throat> in iTunes. Yeah. Anyways, it's you'd think it'd be their you know their best quarter of the year, the best you know, because everyone's at home and not everyone's got it, and people are sharing and you know logging in and signing up and who knows? Yeah, that's it. What um, what was interesting uh, for me and and for a few friends was um, the way this came on was <laughs> it, it was the timing that that it happened. So a bunch of us were at just having a casual dinner, right? And then uh, over the next one to three days, all of us started developing the same symptoms. Like just lethargy, like, you know, just complete tiredness, body aches, like feeling kind of useless. And um, 
I had the mildest symptoms actually, and a couple of my friends had much worse ones, and they still do to this day. Um, but it also like the the onset of those symptoms coincided with uh, was it uh, two Tuesdays ago. So today we're the twenty first of March. First day of spring. Yeah, so I would say it was around the 11th or so. I don't know if that's the exact date. But anyways, around there. It coincided with all the news headlines coming out about just how bad this thing is. Yep. And so it, it there was like a, a cognitive dissonance going on between our perception of reality with all of the, this is a huge pandemic, it's going to affect the entire world, there's going to be millions of people dying, blah, blah, blah. We're feeling like garbage because we're having some of the symptoms, but we don't qualify under the rules for testing because of, you know, whatever. And so it's just so much confusion going on in your head. And and I think the worst part was like, I was downright stupid through this. Like I didn't, I, not stupid as in I, I've take uh, like I took uh, unnecessary risks or anything like that, but I couldn't think, man. Like I couldn't even I couldn't even look at a video. Like it was really? I, I just I was just like not there, not in my head. I just I couldn't function. Because um, of the anxiety or because of the because of the overload of information or because of the, because you were just didn't feel well. Well, it was most it was mostly not feeling well. But then the the flip side of that is the information that was coming out was was just so horrendous yeah. and it was quite easy to just stare at news headlines all day long because there was like this actually put on more of a, a news parade than Trump was ever to uh, ever able to deliver on Twitter, you know? Um, yeah. And then eventually it got to the point where it's like, I don't want to hear about this anymore. I just want to get better. And I just, I'm tired of even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, so that's, <clears throat> you know, that's one of the struggles that, that I've always had, right. Is, uh, you know, it, it's it's your head. It's in your head, right? Like, I mean, if you think about it from a, a you know a grand scheme of things, and and you you kind of look at you know your age and your health, and you know the 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 chances of you having it, and and you know you put all that into perspective, and you go, hmm, you know what, I'm I'm probably going to be okay. So let me just stop stop all the research, stop going to all the websites, um, right? So I you know I stopped doing that a long long time ago because regardless of if I have it or if I don't or if I did or if I didn't um it's the same I mean they're telling you to do the same thing so let's just you know keep calm and, and move on and and um that's it I Be think because uh, common con consensus at this point is is kind of clear right if you're if you if you're getting to the point that you're having difficulties breathing that's a clear sign go get tested, you may actually be one of those people that needs a ventilator to survive. Yep. Um, but short of that, there's, you know, few reasons why it would be worth your while to go get tested because there is no cure. So short of satisfying curiosity, which to be honest is a pretty selfish thing if we think about it, Yep. there isn't even a point to get tested. And so, you know, when I hear criticisms about the government saying like they should be testing everyone and all this stuff, and it's like, well, I kind of understand limited resources too. And I understand uh, risk management enough to, to get that that's what they're doing. The government's mm -hmm. not trying to be an asshole. It's like, I don't know, I think 
we're lucky, man. Canada's done a great job so far. Prime Minister's writing our <laughs> children, and yeah, know, like I, 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 yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. There, there's, I mean, there's no cure, there's no vaccine, there's so so, you know, uh, it's like the flu. You're some people are going to take five days to get over it. Some people are going to take ten, and you know, there's nothing you can do. Just stay home, protect yourself, and protect everyone else, and. That's it. Yeah. To your point, if you you know you haven't traveled, you have you don't have a fever, and you don't have difficulty breathing, just stay home. Yep, that's it, bro. That's it. I mean, we'll get now, through this. We'll. Um, it's, it's, it's it's interesting though because I, I again I was reading an article and I think uh, I think it was Ford who came out with this uh, saying that uh, back when the SARS breakout happened. Uh, Ontario had prepared and had uh, purchased over 10 million uh, masks um, for healthcare practitioners. And I was like, wow, I mean, that, that's really cool. That's interesting that we, you know, we thought, you know what, let's learn from this and let's prepare. Um, so I think that goes a long way. Now, the flip side of that is that it's costing $3 million a year in taxpayer money to, you know, to, to house these, but who cares? Yeah, it's like a doomsday prep fund that you have yeah. to be like okay with as a taxpayer. Sure, I mean if if you think of all our our you know our doctors and and uh, nurses out there that you know if once they get sick, yeah, we're screwed. So let's keep them safe and you know help them keep us safe. So not to be the the spreader of rumors, but did did you like did you was there any truth to that that a, a whole bunch of nurses got infected at Chio? I didn't hear that. Okay. I didn't so, hear that. So that's it. Like I, I, I only saw it once and then I, I wasn't even able to find it again. So anyways, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. So let's just, let's confirm that as, as a myth. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I went for a drive uh, today, man. It was nice, sunny day. It felt, uh, felt good enough. Walked the dogs and I went for a drive just to see what it's like and, I mean, it's an eerie feeling out there. It is. There's almost no one, but it's not completely dead. It's just everyone's in their cars, and then you see pedestrians. Actually, today there was hardly any, but you, you see them, and they're avoiding each other like zombies. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very, you know, it's very, very odd. It's very strange. Um <clears throat> You know, I, I there's a car, there's a Tim Hortons by uh, by my house. It's not walking distance, but you have to drive. It's a two minute drive, and you know, on any given weekday uh, at eight between eight and nine o'clock, it is jammed. It is jammed. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's it's normal, regular kind of traffic, right? Yeah. And all week this week, when I went out to get my coffee, um, it just it seemed like it was like a six o'clock in the morning at you know on a Saturday or a Sunday, and it was. I remember thinking like, wow, this is, this is very strange. This is very strange. Yeah. And then you drive down the streets and you drive down the side streets and you know, there's the cars are lined up. There's everyone's at home yeah. and it's, it's just very eerie to, to, to feel that way. And you know, it's good. I think it's going to be like this for a while, but it's, it's, yeah. it's nice. It's the, the unsung heroes right now are the, are the doctors, are the nurses, are the, are the cops pharmacists. and the, and the paramedics and the pharmacists. And, um, you know, everyone that, that, you know, when they signed on and maybe they signed on for a desk job, like many people do, you know, they perhaps didn't sign on to be the lead person to 
guide their you know municipality or their their uh, regional area provincial whatever yep. through an unprecedented global pandemic right and so so hats off to them for 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 showing up to work right now like, absolutely fuck man absolutely um what have you been doing to clear your head from all this corona talk well <clears throat> so <laughs> uh well so i've been working during the day i mean it's it's obviously um you know it's it's go time for us it's really busy for us uh but uh i've been playing a lot of Fortnite. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah well because my kids are at home right so my kids are you know with mom uh they were with mom this week and so they play online and so i play with them now it's kind of cool uh again going back to technology right you wouldn't be able to do this you know 10 15 years ago um, so I'm playing Fortnite with my kids online. That, that's amazing, man. That's really like a, a good way to eg- exemplify how technology does unite us. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 I mean, it's crazy. Like I think back to when I was, you know, a game game in online and, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you, you know, I used to play online, Yeah. Uh, you know, and we talked to people we didn't know and we would, you know, we'd play with people from all over the world. And you yeah. know, now I'm, I'm playing with my kids. Like it's, fucked up we saw this coming man like so you're right like do we not only do we play online bro we played online in fucking 1997 i think Mm -hmm. we're playing doom 2 once we had like the internet was just 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 coming out and like like we figured out how to get our fucking modems to communicate like it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't easy peasy. You didn't just plug and play your shit. Well, and the the other thing too is you couldn't go on the internet to figure out how to do it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Like today you don't know how to do something. You Google it, right? But uh, you couldn't Google how to get on the internet. Yeah. But uh, I do remember. I do remember getting on the internet back in the day to try to figure out like some sort of init string for a modem, um, so that it it could fucking get Doom to play, right? Um, but you know the the thing is is those computer games had modem capability for a very, very long time. Like I think earlier than mid nineties, even I think early nineties and how long did it take for a consoles, like for the Nintendos and the, the playstations yep. and all that, how long did it take those to, to become a mainstream thing of, of worldwide play? But the technology was around for actually so long. Um, Anyways, those were different times. Those were times yep. when technologies would not unite at the drop of a hat because some guy was a visionary in Silicon Valley and fucking took the right pill here and there and then came yeah, up with exactly. some shit and then told his team, "Hey, build this crazy shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I still, I still remember, you know, still remember connecting with those dial-up modems and and you know, telling my mom not to pick up the phone so that. Uh, <laughs> So that it wouldn't disconnect and Mom, I'm on the internet. <laughs> exactly. Don't answer. Don't answer. Right? Oh, what? Fuck. And then you answer and it was like yeah. almost almost had like a fun melody to it by the time they were fifty six K. Yeah, for sure. And then, well, and then and then I so I mean we you know we started playing Doom and and uh, Doom Two and and creating our own levels. I remember that that was really cool. And then we started. Uh, I remember we we started playing uh, pool. Do you remember that? Oh my god, virtual pool, virtual pool. 
and I had figured out how to cheat the system. I knew I knew you had you must have <laughs> because you never missed any <coughs> any shot ever. It's like you redefined your own physics on that pool table. Yeah, I figured out that if you press T on your your on your keyboard, it would come up with trick shot. And so it lined up all of the pool shots for me and I'd never miss and I could I remember you just absolutely losing your shit because you you right. were like how the, how the fuck did you make that oh, shot? Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, I remember that because, yeah, (laughs) once I figured out the trick, I was like, oh, this, this game kind of lost its fun. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't mind cheating, you dirty fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, is, is uh, virtual poker making a comeback or what? Like, I think so. I think so. Right. It might be. It must be. I think it should. (laughs) Yeah. Keep people entertained. Mm -hmm. So what is what are you doing then? Because I've got kids, I've got, you know, you've got your dogs, man. They must be going stir crazy too. Well, that's it. Then I, I want to keep them, you know, I think it's so it's so important for dogs, obviously, to, to get their exercise, like more so than humans, really. Like they're closer to their animal and primitive nature and sniffing around and, you know, they have their own little world mapped out outside. They understand oh, the yeah. community from their own like perspective, you know? Oh, yeah. And so, and so I felt horrible, but like for pretty much an entire week, it's like, I'm on bed rest and y'all just going to have to chill. Yeah. And then anyways, and then you like, you even run out of patience with your dogs, man. Yeah. I was, I was so wrecked that like, and like Lace thinks she's a fluff ball, but she's fucking 57 and a half pounds. Right. So she comes and like digs her elbows and. Dogs have elbows. I don't know, but you know what I mean. Digs are fucking bones right in you. It's like, it's a big house. Like, do, do yeah, you have like, to live on me? Fuck off. <laughs> so I fuck. I felt bad. Was, <laughs> like she shits a lot too. Like she shits fucking seventeen times. I don't know why she holds it in for a whole week, but it's like I didn't have the patience to pick it up because it was minus fucking twenty this morning. So yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm making fun of it, I guess. But now that I'm healthy, I'm just grateful. Like that's the the predominant thing is that I'm grateful that before things got bad, I, I bought a bunch of shit. I have food I've never wanted to eat, but if I have to eat fucking canned tuna, I will. Cause I, you know, I bought it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, so I just, I'm glad I'm, I'm healthy and I'm doing my part in social distancing and, like I played a bit of fucking video games myself. It's like, oh yeah, get back in touch with my Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What else are you gonna do, man? Well, uh, like I said, I, I mean, I, I get the kids on Monday, so uh, it's gonna be uh, 155 minute games, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, and school. I forgot to mention school. Cause so actually one of the nice things too, is everyone's been able to move to online classes to try to yes. save the semester. Even yep. the midterms are moving to online. Oh, and, really? And, wow. um, you know, they're very accommodating, like with, they even delayed, uh, two of my midterms, um, super accommodating, man. Wow. So well, they don't have a choice, right? I mean, like, what are they going to do? Yeah. You, I think it was the university of Alberta or, or a university in Alberta that, even uh, gave 
like change the way they're going to mark the semester. It's not going to be uh, they're not going to be given grades. It's just going to be like pass or fail essentially. Like that's not exactly what it is. I think there's three different ones, but essentially you get the credit or you didn't or incomplete or you know. But that's if you drop out. Interesting. So I, I guess they're doing that to mitigate, you know, all the all the mental health concerns that apparently is is an issue. And like I'm kind of removed from campus life because I do a lot of my shit online myself, and and yeah. I'm lucky to be able to do that. But you know that apparently there's there's huge mental health issues on campus, and and these kids are feeling such a tremendous amount of pressure to perform and and get good grades. And at this point, you practically need graduate studies if like if you're if you're like the book smart type or you're just on that track and that's your discipline, like you know. And then getting into grad school is a certain stress. So I get why they're doing this for the grades. You know, I get it. I think it's a good thing. Well, <clears throat> and I, I try to think back. Uh, you know, to when I was in school and how this would have affected me, you know, we think back to the ice storm and we think back to the, I think it was the OC transport or no, it was a school strike. Remember, I think we had a strike for a couple of weeks and it was like, you know, it affected a lot of people. It affected, you know, graduation and it affected proms and it affected, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, This is, this is next level though. (laughs) Like this is, you know, this is going to have an impact. Like if, if my kids can't go back to school before the end of the year, like what's going to happen? Well, are they just going to continue next year? Are they going to go through, you know, summer school? What, what's going to happen, right? Like, I mean, university students, high school students, I mean, they've got the, 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 the beauty of, you know, having technology and being online, but, but elementary is a little bit different, right? So. Well, I, and I, I think that's kind of the key, though, is that obviously the technology exists and even the you know the the kids that are that are in school right now are so technologically savvy that moving to online instruction is is obvious it's just that becomes very hard for hands on things that you can't you know yep. not not everything can be done just by watching lectures um and so <laughs> who's that <laughs> fuck that's awesome man it's so awesome <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah. But you know what? <clears throat> We're lucky it's happening in spring. The days are getting longer. Uh, it's getting nicer out, uh, you know. Yeah. At least uh, at least that, that helps with mental health. I mean, I can't imagine being cooped inside the house for, you know, 24 hours at a time and, mm-hmm. and having only seven hours of daylight would be – I'd go, I'd go crazy. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, if if there's one thing we should be happy for is we had a very very easy winter. Like for a Canadian winter, this felt like we moved like halfway halfway down south. You know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like I feel like I should get half my money back on my uh, on my snow removal. Yeah, that's it, right? And not only that, man, it's been so sunny. Like it's yeah. been incredibly sunny. Um. And and on top of that, I was sick through this whole time. So I don't think it's because I was like, I don't think it's just because I was in a good mood that I find found it to be sunnier than usual. Like I, I downright feel like we've just had nothing but uh, a blissful time, and then now there's a big joke on us because technology can't fully fully save the day for everything. Yeah. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how industries are going to evolve from this. Um, I don't think, you know, I've, there's probably enough safeguards in place to 
keep a, a majority of them, you know, in some sort of state of operations until they can yeah. go back to their full profitability. Yeah. 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 But I mean, even like you think that to your point though, earlier, yeah, the mom and pop shops, the, you know, the, the, the small restaurants, the, the ones that were just barely making it, like, I just don't, you know, I don't understand how they're going to get through this. And those are the ones that I'm, I'm scared for. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like how many times have you gone to a little mom and pop shop type restaurant in the city, like in the, in the middle of lunch hour when you would think like that's should be their most pop in place, right? Uh, time of day and there's hardly any customers there. And then you look around and it's like, oh my God, you guys are paying for all this retail space. And there's like hardly anyone in here and sure there's Uber eats and, 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 um, you know, all the food delivery services and stuff like that, but there's no margin in it for them because everything gets taken up by, by, uh, the, you know, the companies that do the delivery service. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's going to affect the mom and pop shops so hard because they won't be able to stay afloat. What are your friends doing? Well, the ones that are affected by this, shout outs to them. I don't want to call them out. Maybe they don't want <laughs> to be called out, but they're still recovering. So now I'm just kind of, I don't know, man, I'm just in better spirits. Yeah. I, I haven't done anything up until um, yesterday, to be honest. And now I'm purposely taking it easy because four, yeah. four or five days ago, I I woke up, I felt fucking great. Uh, you know, showered, put the dogs in the car, went for a walk at Lansdowne. I thought it was a brilliant idea. And within a few minutes of walking around, it was like, it was a horrible idea. Yeah. Um, well, and, I think that's the mistake a lot of people are making too, right? Yeah. And, you know, I keep telling my parents the same thing. You know, they're, thank God they're, they're feeling okay. And, <clears throat> you know, I know my mom, she's 83 and, uh, you know, she's like, well, I, I'm fine and I, you know, I don't feel any symptoms and i said i don't care yeah stay in the house do not go out yeah and like it's not time to worry about our petty little feelings yeah and, you know? and you don't like, you know you don't have to be a hero just stay at home wait it out this is going to be a this is a blip in your life mm-hmm. don't take risks right so like all the all the microaggressions and people getting triggered over like the way that someone worded something because they're perceiving it as you know derogatory or racist or what like jokes on us man i think we were focusing about that shit and then look at what we haven't been focusing on and what has come our way right yep. so where's all the little triggering and microaggressions now is 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 um is the thing yep so the other thing is that that's a brand new s4 or rs4 or five s4 <laughs> Yeah, you have one of those. Not the brand new one. You have you have one that's but faster than the brand new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um and I love that car. Right? I love it. So it's yeah, it, I would, what year is it? Twenty thirteen? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, and actually I was just talking to one of my buddies who uh uh, take, took his car into to tap, uh, earlier this week. And, um, <clears throat> he's going to set me up uh, with, um, uh, with a stage two. So I've already got a stage one in there now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get stage two come the end of this whole shenanigan thing. 
So I, th- um, I thought you put the, I thought you had the stage two. I guess you just didn't do the, 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 the parts as well. Aren't you running stage yeah, two boost? No, no, you can't. You oh, can't okay. do the stage two without. So the stage two is the parts, really. I mean, there's there's a little bit of tuning that happens, but it's it's mostly okay. the. Uh, so yeah, so I'm hoping to do that, and it's gonna push. I think five oh three at the wheel. Fuck, that's unbelievable, Fine. man. Um, I'm a big fan of your car. I, I'm I'm sure you you know this, but you know, I, like a few years ago, I had a a three thirty five Beamer, which is pretty much the direct competitor to that car and um i thought it was awesome and to be honest i didn't even look at audis i just it's not that i had anything against them i just i don't know that car was the right car and that's the one i bought and then i was happy with it and and i modded it you know way too much and then it kind of blew up on me but the thing that sold me about audi s4s man because you and i went shopping for yours right yep um was just that there's a certain germanness to them there's a certain like they're so solid yeah just the way they 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 hold the roads the way the transmission shifts i mean like that dsg transmission is is world renowned like now it's kind of like the new standard now you have you know your average family car have dcts and no big deal but just audi has this way of putting it together in such a refined package and it's it inspires confidence, man. Yep. Like I'm no pro driver, but when I, I was test driving that S4 uh, in Quebec City with you last year, and I had it like sideways on on an on ramp with the. It was my first time driving it. it. Just it inspires confidence. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I I've been a BMW fan <clears throat> for a while too, and and uh, you know, your car was certainly. Uh, too much for me, uh, but uh, still a great car, and and I think the Audi is very very comparable. I, you know, I when I was shopping for it, I wanted a I wanted a sedan, I wanted a four door, I wanted something that I could drive around every day, um, but also have some fun with, and and um, I think this is the perfect, uh, you know, the, the perfect combination. It's it's sleek, it's tight, it's uh, really expensive on gas. Not these days, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got um, a big cut these days on gas. Yeah, I'm, I'm redlining it every time I drive it now because I can afford it. Yeah, uh, but anyways, yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a great car. I mean, it's you know, it's it's it does a trick for me. Yeah. So, right on, man. Well, we're you know, I think we're kind of a dying breed of of uh, car enthusiasts that still enjoy these small, uh, compact, low to the ground, like you know that connectedness that that driving yep. feel i mean audi's essentially baby porsche um you know and that's why they're so refined like it's obviously not at the porsche level but no but um um you know a lot of people are moving towards suvs now and, and as technology is improving vehicle design and and suspension technology i mean how many fucking cars are riding on air now like yeah, it's, it's, it's wild right and so now you have these 5,000 pound suvs especially the you know the performance ones like audi sq5s and all of those porsche macans and cayennes and they handle like fucking race cars i mean like look at lamborghini the the urus suv is not only does it look fantastic it's just like this huge thing of like hexagons and yep and well have you have you seen the mercedes one too the seven seater yeah I'm not the biggest fan of the Benzes. 
No, I know, but like which one? Which which one though? Because I, I may not like have the, seen the one you're talking the, about. The K something. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's got a seven seater GLS uh, seven seater. It's nice, but new GLS. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Anyways, I sound like a retard right now. Except the thing is, is these guys ch- have changed their their naming conventions so many times recently that you don't know anymore what is the newest model yeah but this does look brand new 2019 2020 gls yeah like i mean that's that's what you know people are going for now and that's why all the development is in is in suvs and um anyways that's all i meant is i think we're a dying breed of the people who enjoy these these uh small yeah, what's well, it's funny because every cars. person who gets into my car is always the, the same. First thing that, that gets out of their mouth is, "Wow, this is so low." <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. I don't know. And it's yeah, like it's that's car. the point. Sports car. What do you want me to say? That's the point. There's but, uh, the the funny thing is 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 I kind of get it now because I find driving a chore at this point. Like you know, it's we've been driving for what over twenty years, so it's no longer like, oh my god, I'm driving a manual transmission car in bumper to bumper traffic no that lost its appeal right so then i ended up getting an automatic and and now it's like i can't really be bothered to drive like at such a pedestrian level with the normal flow of traffic like that it's not it's not exciting you know like no. you know what my hobbies are so like that's yeah. what actually gets me going or fuck even sure. even riding a bicycle is more exciting than, than driving a, a normal car in, in normal traffic speed yeah um but yeah, this enthusiast side, man. Like, we're kind of lucky in Ottawa too. Like, we have Calabogie nearby, and uh, fuck, you should take, especially after you get it tuned, take your S four on that track, or maybe take a, maybe take a, a lesson or something. Because with yeah, the instructor, I, they like tell you when to push it, and they work with you and just make you a better driver. Like, yep, we're lucky. We're lucky to have that track in the region. I think. Yeah, I've never, I've never actually been. I know that you go out there a lot. I, I've never actually been out there, so I'd like to get out there once at least and and give it a give it a go. Um, again, I mean, I'm I'm you know, I'm done my street racing days. I just I I do I like to screw around, you know, on on the ramps or you know on the highway or whatever. So I, I'm not you know I'm not a racer, but at the end of the day, it's still fun. To, you know, the need for speed, right? It's still still a good. Uh, a good high so it'd be fun to take it on a track where it's very you know safe and and uh you know given all the the instructions and directions on how to do it properly yeah one one of the nice things uh, about the track is it gets you comfortable with uh it's not so much the higher sense of speed because the track's actually so wide and the traffic is so few and far between that the sense of speed uh, changes. You know, you might be going 200, but if the road is is 30 feet wide, well... Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. Right? Uh, but what it, it gives you is it gives you a comfort of, of, of um, like a muscle memory of what your car feels like at its limits, of what the suspension feels like when it's compressed as you enter a turn and as you, and as you, you get on the gas and then you realize like, oh, that actually stabilizes the car towards the exit of the turn. And all of this, you know, nerdy car talk lingo that I'm throwing out right now, especially, you know, for everyone listening, that doesn't give a shit about this. The point is though, is that you become so aware like of what your car can actually do and what you can do as a driver that it makes you a better driver uh, in real life. Yeah. 
You, it's it's increasing your range of experience essentially, yep. right? You've never taken a turn at speed. Of course, you can be terrified of it. Maybe the car is going to roll over. You yep. never tried to. Well, and uh, to your point, I, I credit all our snow xing you know, back in the day uh, to to road safety, uh, you, you know, driving day to day. Uh, just knowing what to do with your car and how to do it and when to handbrake. I mean, it's it's second nature for me now to, to pull the handbrake if I'm heading into a you know a, a stop sign and my car's not stopping or right I, I think that you know although it was probably you know we did a lot of stupid things I think it was beneficial to my driving abilities to do all that kind of stuff uh, back in the day because I'm I'm like I said I'm I'm better for it man 100% like we, you know, we're, you know, we've all done whatever, you know, <laughs> when we were young and felt invincible, right? Um, but we were lucky enough to to learn from it without suffering consequences and without causing consequences to other people, right? That's right. Um, yep. And and so of course that the experience now turns into into an increased ability to handle a car in an emergency yep. situation and like. You know, I, I don't fuck around on the street because, like, there's honestly no fun in it. But especially because I have just like a regular car now. But um, yeah, like I've used the handbrake to like spin the car around because I otherwise didn't have the traction to make the turn. Yeah, and it's, it's not because I wasn't paying attention. It's just one like or little bit driving of, fast or whatever. Like you weren't being it. stupid. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I always thought, you know, autocross is such a good way to, you know, introduce people to high performance driving because it's it's very low speed, it's very safe, it's uh, it's very light on the car in terms of, you know, like your brakes and your suspension and all Tires. that stuff. So anyone can go essentially with yep. uh, with any kind of half decent car is going to be kind of fun, and, and you learn how to just maneuver it around pylons in a parking lot man but it exposes you to such a level of uh i don't know it's fun it's i i guess to us it's like it's our tool yep you know some people some people like to build homes some people like to play with wires some people like to use machinery some people like to drive machinery like we're essentially driving machinery yeah now don't get me wrong. I'm not tying a GT snow racer to the back of my S4 anymore. <clears throat> no. Although, <laughs> or uh, two of them. Or two of them. One, one behind the other. <laughs> Fuck, that was fun, man. That was probably, that was single-handedly probably the stupidest thing that we've ever done. And, and we're pretty fortunate no one got hurt. Yeah. Because there was some, some fucking wipeouts. Yeah. And, um, and you were like, you were trying to fishtail it. You were trying to fishtail. I remember, man. And I was holding on for dear life, <laughs> trying to find traction to make the turn. And man, I, I clipped that. I still remember this. I clipped that, that snow, uh, the, the, the banking of it. Right. Cause I, yep. I didn't make the turn cause you fucking pinned it the other way <laughs> and you fucking pendulum me <laughs> and, and I went flying in the air and then I landed on snow and it wasn't hurt or anything like that. But when I looked to my size, like there was a huge light pole that I missed yep. by like a foot. Yeah. That's the one I was trying to get you to hit. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, again, 18 and invincible man. Yeah. So yeah, man. I guess we just gotta keep our heads on straight. We just gotta keep fucking positive and do our part in social isolation and not, uh, you know, not contaminate people. We let the healthcare system do the best it can, and um, and I guess we let the government tell companies to start building respirators and ventilators and all that good stuff. 
yeah, I mean, hopefully uh, Tesla gets on that and and uh, gets a f- pumps out a few, but it's going to be some trying times, I think, for the next uh, year or so. So let's uh, let's st- stand together and uh, and get through this together. Did I? Yeah, did Tesla? Uh, I think he tweeted that they're ready to to build it. Right? Was yeah, that I think like so. a was that like a call out for for specs essentially or what? I mean, it- yeah, I think so. I think he's, he he basically said we're ready to do it, and I think um, I think the U.S. is now uh, taking him up on his on his request. So okay, I, I didn't I, I don't know what else came of it, but I think I think it's ready to go. So to be continued on that. Man, right on. Yo, thanks for doing this. I'm glad um I'm glad we were able to link up all this fucking technology together and and uh this you know, we just all got to rise to the challenge, I guess is the big takeaway. Yep, we'll get through this. Let's get creative. <laughs> okay, buddy. Thanks again, man. All right, See peace. You. See you in 14 days, brother. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Quarantine. Bye. Yellow bite. <laughs>